uh, Alex? Alex? What's happened? The intro track, it's it, it's fucking melted. I'm trying to fix it. It's it's melted to fuck. What? Why? Oh, I, I left it out in the sun, um, uh, E2. And it was 20, 20 fucking something degrees. It, it's melted to fuck. It sounds like shit. I know, I know, I know. I'm, uh, let me... Blow on it. Blow on it. Try, tr try and just... just <laughs> yeah, blow! Blow! There hey. we go! Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody beyond and in between. Welcome back to Laps and Taps. Today we're going to be covering uh, part two of E2. Um, we're finally well-rested. Well, uh, those of us who haven't just been to hoist the colours. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. Those who haven't just been LARPing this weekend, not that me and Chloe are even the slightest <laughs> bit jealous about that. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about Saturday, uh, probably rolling into Sunday as well. Um, so we'll start, Morgan. You woke up uh, Saturday morning. What was the first thing you did? You don't have to get too graphic about this. Yeah, okay, cool. Had a, <laughs> a, a pre-battle-girding poo. Uh, <laughs> as is tradition. Yeah, no, I went to, um, well, it was my monstering day, so I was getting ready for the emu, so I got up and made my entire camp breakfast, like the absolute hero that I am. Uh, <laughs> medals all round, you're a hero. <laughs> um, and then got ready to go monstering, so again, if you've not been, you can, when you go monstering, basically, so again, you're, you're being the bad guys, I guess, um, you can join a EMU, like elite monstering unit, so you go as like little packs and you get given like a special role and job that you're supposed to do, so rather than just kind of being like a a moog i guess and going out and fighting you kind of have, have a bit more direction uh so got my old mask on got my kit on i think i want to get my monstering kit a bit better because it's a bit basic at the minute so i want to try and make like a tunic and things so i look a bit more kind of like an actual orc rather than a guy who's dressed up in chainmail because he has to you know what i mean just a little guy just a little just a little guy make a war skirt that kind of thing um, but that, I feel like that's probably going to be next year, to be fair, like a long, dark project. But yeah, got ready to go monstering, got my mask on, went into the gate, usual roles, waiting for you guys to, I guess, actually fight. No, in fact, not. I was looking at Tom, but Tom wasn't fighting. Tom wasn't fighting, no. Alex and Chloe were fighting, so, I mean, what were you guys doing? Woke up, warmed up, got ready to join the Dread Shields and, and head off into battle. Did you have a morning sausage? I can't, I don't think we'd... I had tapenade on bread. You did. You got a good, awesome, very nice, very nice olive tapenade. Olive tapenade yeah. one day. I thought you all fought together. No. no. We, we oh. went to fight Navarre, didn't we, Morgan? Yeah, they were monstering against oh, us. Yeah. I actually mm. saw you both while we were monstering, but I'll get to that um, in a bit. But yeah, we woke up, you had some tapenade, we got ready, went and saw the dread shields, Yeah. put some war paint on. I didn't have any makeup and, or like mascara or anything, but I wanted to black my eyes. So I just grabbed a bit of coal out of the fire rubbed it into a paste and just put that on my eyes and it worked quite it well. Really it looked sick as fuck. Yeah. It did actually work. I was quite surprised. And even through like obviously sweating because it's like 20 however many degrees, um, it still managed to stay there. Luckily. The smouldering pictures of you coming out of battle with that call on your face. Oh, it's a beautiful shot. Trying it's to pretend me, that none of it's in my eyes. Yeah. It's made me want to like change up my makeup and stuff i'm like because that looked sick as fuck and i'm like yeah. i've just got one tiny little tattoo with a just green eyeshadow it's really boring <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i need to change it i need to look scary yeah. you already do chloe oh thanks um but yeah then we got together walked in and there was a long sweaty wait outside the gate with the sun just beating down we were pretty like we were quite at the front as well so we were one of the first ones through the gate mm. weren't we so that was pretty fun 
Yeah, I was gutted this time. Me and my lot didn't fight with EMU. We didn't arrange to fight with the Dornish one. Mm, I don't know if you yeah. have enough kit to have an extra, like, 15 Jack Dornish. No, yeah, so I spoke to them about it. If you guys want to EMU, you can. Cool, that's good to know um, next time. They basically have a big bag of red. Cool. So I don't think we have masks, though. Cool. So to be fair, we were fucking happy yeah. to be playing Yagara in that heat. We did um, not want to be wearing masks. I mean, talk to the guy that runs a door near Mew, but we have a big bag of red cloth to make yourself cool. a bit redder. Um, but yeah, grabbing like, I don't think we have masks, but I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Did you have any fun like little pre like uh, battle banter? You know how you like make a little character for going on the battlefield? I think I think I don't. I haven't been making characters because they do tend to die quite quickly. We um, we did a group one. We were going to be the Breggersland bunch. The Breggersland. Oh, you'd come from Breggers. Yes, we like Matilda Fisher because she lets us into the gardening competitions. We are the best gardeners in the whole of Breggersland. Fucking but Empire won't let us join them. No comedy bullshit. Yes, we weren't there. We played <laughs> off for that for about an hour whilst waiting until yeah. no comedy march of bullshit. No, we were. I mean, we were hanging out by the gate. We were just kind of, again. So many people like put their walk mask on so quickly. I'm like, dude, we've got like 45. Before the yeah. get here. Like, don't do that to yourself. Yeah. We did kind of come up with this creepy village that worships the trough in the field. That just the pom scum. Everyone, you're born from the trough, you die in the trough. That does sound like trough that. is the religion. <laughs> it's the perfect representation. I was once a trough guard. Uh, don't you know? <laughs> what did we do? Yeah, no, we just kind of got again usual stuff. There's a few new people uh, who were new to dawn who were there and stuff. But yeah, just way to absolutely destroy the players, basically. Yeah, spoiler. I know you were saying about you wanted like a better um, monster kit for when you're monstering and things, but you were one of the few people I saw monstering who actually was acting like an orc. Oh, that's good. Like, because a lot of people, like everybody puts their all into it. Everybody puts a great effort in, but every now and then you see someone who's acting like mm. a barbarian orc, and you were one. You had this kind of like like slightly limp posture like like you're kind of like mentally unhinged when you were shouting you were throwing your head back like, and you just started wailing on my shield with this like kind of like lanky limp like like gesture but with quite a lot of force and i was like i feel like i'm fighting an orc even though that's just morgan in a mask it was great i did make the mistake of wanting to look cool so decided to wear my black and red gamberson and then instantly oof. regretted it oof how about you, Kerry? Before we start the battle, what were you up to in the morning? Uh, well, I remember, first thing I remember doing, really, because this was weeks ago now, is I uh, went up to the Dornish camp after you guys had all set off and found Emma, uh, Morgan's partner, and we just sat and had a little chill, started hydrating, you know, very different to your vibe. Um, and she was like, oh, yeah, after the fire last night. And I was like, wait, what fire? Because I'd missed that entire thing. <laughs> so she caught me up on all of that. Then we potted around the shops for a bit. I can't really remember much else about it. I don't think I did that much during uh, while you guys were away. It's just getting increasingly hot. Mm. And I was just very aware that my make, uh, my face paint was all sweating off. <laughs> so I was just trying to find as much shade as I could, really. The good thing about fighting, I think the adrenaline helps you forget just kind of how mm. hot you are until until afterwards. So you get kind of a bit of a break from yeah. the heat that way. But yeah, we saw Tom as well while we were, while we were fighting. Oh, that was a bit of fun. I got to poke at you with my helmet a bit. Poke? Poke. You were not pulling anything with that heart. Do you that not one. pull your blows? Guys, I, well, I listeners, think... you have to pull your blows. Right, it's in, very important. In all fairness, he was, he was just hitting my shield because I have my oh, shield. Oh, okay, out. well, there you go. And he, <laughs> like, he knew it was me and we were smiling at each other. It wasn't like... <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't have a mask on or anything. Little that kisses across the way. Hello, Alex. Yeah. But um, no, it was very intimidating to, to have that smashing down on my shield. Tom, have like, you ever been referred before. to as intimidating before? Yes. Oh, okay. In this instance. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so can you describe us to the battle, battle for you step by step then? You've come through the gate. Is it all just like red? Chloe doesn't remember anything. Just She just makes yeah. it covered in blood. It's like the way Bruce Banner... Just blacks out when he's the Hulk. Just, I, I just I imagine no... you running around the field going, ah, with two swords flailing. Well, ah! if you, yeah, if you see any picture of Chloe in battle, that's pretty much what she's doing. I mean, that's there why ha- I imagine that. There have that, been yeah. some yeah. pictures that come out, and I just look so concerned in every single one of them, and none of them are very good angles. I've Is it not it. because you can't see without your glasses? I mean, that's partly it. You haven't got also... the smog and smolder down yet without the glasses. No, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I just look concerned. Yeah, partly because I can't see, but also just because I just get so angry. <laughs> I do, yeah. but uh, yeah, I can't really fully remember too much from the battle because, like I said, it's been a while. But I remember. Um, what do I remember? Did you did you take a blow to the head at any point? Maybe did Nietzsche's halberd catch you? I think I ran into a branch. I don't think I've come, <laughs> I haven't come across Chloe yet on the battlefield. Consider yourself lucky. <laughs> I, I I saw Chloe. No, I didn't see Chloe, but I did fight near Chloe at Aeon and she was bleeding out. So maybe, you know. I did. I did. I remember seeing. The thing is, I can remember the battle from E1 because I remember seeing you at E1 and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, because it was when I'm I didn't have a sword. It was when I didn't have a sword just before Jack came and gave me the dagger because I was like, oh, I wish I had something to go and hit him with. <laughs> just, I just love the idea running up to me with your fists and just like beating the shit out of me I would if I, if I if I wouldn't have actually died I probably would but yeah so what I remember from the battle is I know we did a lot of running mm. we're like we were very cardio heavy because we were going from here to there from the woods to through the gate over the bridge like we were posted around a lot the dread shields were like I said, we were one of the first through the gate. Like we had, we were just to be there to hold them off. Really, I think was our objective. Just be battering rams. Yeah, I think it's the same for me. Really, it was just a bit of a blur. Like, because there's so much going on. It's hot. We were we were in like twenty different places at one point. We never really held much ground for more. Do you remember than what the objectives were? Ten minutes. No. Did we, you we, we, we let Rook objectives. worry about that kind of they thing. They did. They did say them, but I can't remember. I do remember getting shouted at by Dawn's general. Dawn wasn't there. Was oh. it High Guard, perhaps? I don't know who it was. Anyway, but Some I remember... Some big it, motherfucker. Yeah, like seven foot three, dude. I remember getting shouted at by them because there was someone on the floor bleeding out and I was like, do you need help? And they were like, well, yeah, help would be great. And I was like, do I help you? And they were like, I don't, I don't know. Do you want to help me? Uh, I was like, are you Imperial? And they were like, <laughs> the, the, This general was that just like... That is my straight up a response which delivers an execution execute this daughter's general was or the, whoever the general was was like if you're not sure just fucking move on and get through it I was like okay <laughs> just went if someone said I remember once it was I think that was my first E1 there was an orc bleeding out the floor I looked down and went are you imperial and they went uh yeah and I went fuck off and just ran <laughs> Yeah, to be honest, I, I feel like I want to message the chat and be like... Guys, what, what happened? What, what happened in the battle? <laughs> I've only got two things that kind of stick out. One was obviously injuring my leg because I fucked oh, yeah. my leg for the whole weekend. I was running yeah. and there was just a just a little dip of ground, maybe not more than a foot. Uh, but because my 
body hadn't compensated for that drop. My whole mm. weight went down into that one leg it and is. I pulled my glute and my hamstring and my oh, it's called no. a quad and yeah. I was limping around a bit yeah. for the rest of the week. Late 20s, early 30s is horrible, isn't it? Everything yeah. slowly yeah. starts yeah, exactly. to fall apart. <laughs> well, I hadn't limbered up. I should have stretched. What you, That's what it we're was. the same age. What are you even on about? That's what I mean. Late 20s. What you do you mean? Addressing us as a I'm addressing us as a group. As well. I'm fit as a fiddle. Okay, good. Okay. Good, <laughs> good for you. Good for you. <laughs> <Canal>. <laughs> the rest of them are dying over I'm here. mostly fine, but I was saying this. It was like I hosted couples last year. I remember once I was like, I was there was like a little bit of a path and there was bush on either side and I was in one bush I had to get to the other and I jumped across and like landed in like, something I've done before like land on like a, to roll away and keep running and I did it and I went ooh mm. ooh my knee did not like that what's that about and then like for like a two weeks it wasn't right I was like I am like, not made of rubber like I used to be <laughs> I can't talk after E3 last year I ended up with that tendonitis yeah. for six weeks like, Morgan, can you pick me up from work and drive me to the hospital, please? Oh, God, yeah, I can't yeah, walk. I and I but, don't even fight, yeah. but I had two injuries this weekend where I pulled a muscle in my arm trying to pack the tent away, and I've got a bruise on my hand from where I clapped too hard. So, listeners. <laughs> oh, wow. What? tops. <laughs> Not invincible. No. We're but very, very... It was... Yeah. <laughs> the battle, from my perspective, was when we got through was uh, hot, uh, first and foremost, it was a hot yeah. time. Mm. But then when we were running through, I respawned quite a few times. I went back to the respawn point. Um, the first time, I just got like, it was like Navarra Pitch from absolutely fucking nowhere. And I turned around and like, there was four dead orcs, me. And then the Navarra just kind of came up to me and went, right, safety reasons, you're dead, get out. <laughs> it was like, let's be honest, you're not surviving this. Off your pop. I was like, valid. Uh, and walked through. Um, and then kind of, had a little bit of a break because like right monsters who have died gather here and we'll move you all those one lot and 20 minutes of sitting later I was like there's still just the three of us I was like I'm going back to respawn because I am very bored <laughs> I went back pushed back through um, are you like me respawn every opportunity yeah you can. I'm there to fight you know um, went back through and then kind of had a few there was the moment I think where you saw me where I um, was surrounded. Did you see this where I was surrounded, got knocked down, used an unstoppable to kind of roar back up again and then just got absolutely wailed on again? Yeah. And was that just was before you got executed? And then I got executed, yeah. Because I was re I really wanted to be the one to execute you. And I saw you laying there and knew it was obviously you because you had your sun yeah, shield yeah, yeah. on your chest. And I was like, I'm going for him, like limping towards you. And then <laughs> um, this guy got in front of me. I mean, fair enough. He's just doing his thing and executed you. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wanted that kill. Should have just gone, done it anyway. What um, was the second highlight? Um, oh, well, there was that of, of um, Morgan's execution, which I kind of missed. But there was a point where I was running and I saw Rook fighting someone. And I charged in and I was like, oh, I'll help Rook. And it was just like a one-on-one. -on -one. So I ran in, swung a couple of times. I may have cleaved. I don't quite remember. And this guy went down and Rook just goes, Otis, he was mine. <laughs> what are you doing? And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kill steal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember there was a point like quite early on in the battle as well. So, you know, as you come out on the field, obviously your branches round the woods on yeah. the left, but then there's like that little bit of like trees kind of like in the middle opposite where the bridge is. Mm -hmm. So there were some brass coasts fighting there. So obviously like our stretch shields, like, well, I think it was like me, Rook, and I think someone else had seen this. So we'd gone around the back and went to get, well, who were we fighting? 
Yeah, we were the Yeah, Jotuns. we were the yeah, Jotuns. Jotuns. I get confused between Jews and Jotuns. Literally, you are that. I do not know who I am. I do, <laughs> I do not know what the objective is. All I know is I need to kill. kill. Yeah, I get confused between the Jews and the Jotuns. I don't I don't know what the difference is. Uh, we So we went round and flanked and got the Jotuns from behind. And then the Brass Coast started getting us. We were like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? We're on the same team. We're Navarre. And they were like, we don't get into the way. We were like, we were helping you. You were getting surrounded. What do you mean? <laughs> you know what I can't wait for? To see how confused Chloe is going to get now that we're at war with the Grand. As well, what? are the Grendel back? Yeah, we're not at war with them yet. What's Grendel? But we have told them to get. They, they brought their treaty forward. What's they, Grendel? Oh, oh my they're... God! Do we not listen to our barbarian we series did a whole episode on Grendel? <laughs> no, really not a laughs fan. I only listen to laughs. They're, they're, when I'm in they're the fabulous orcs. They wear pink. Actually, not even that. They're they purple. have a purple. They have a war rhino. Land oh, sharks. the war rhino. Land shark. War rhino is a fool. Okay, land shark. Sorry. Oh, because you've mentioned that before. Oh, mm, okay. I want to see one. Oh well, lucky for me, there is a podcast that explains all of this. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Grendel basically came with their treaty, and it was like, we want one territory. We want we want every single territory that borders the Bay of Catazar, and we want oh, something else as well. To which the Empire just went, absolutely fucking not. Yeah. So when the treaty expires, we're probably gonna be back at war with the Grendel. Because isn't Savos the Leagueish town that borders the bay, doesn't it? Possibly. Nietzsche doesn't know his geography. He just yeah. wanders. <laughs> Nietzsche found, knows his money and how it's gone. I recently that other nations call the empire the Katazari Empire. Because we, because we sit on the Bay of Katazar, so they, we are known as the Katazari Empire. Because I always thought it would be a bit weird for other people to refer to us as the empire, given there's more than one. But yeah. the, the Katazari Empire makes quite sense, which I thought was quite cool. But yeah, yeah, fuck. So yeah, you've got to remember three barbarians now. But yes, you were fighting the Jotun. There was just a load of people in very narrow ways, and there was a point where the dread shields kind of got split up. So I was just going around screaming, trying to round all the dread shields up. At one point, I just I don't really know. I just remember fighting. Mm. Weren't our just, objectives? Just, we had to get a banner or something. I'm pretty sure someone screamed at me. I want that banner at some point. And oh I ran. yeah, you had to retrieve there, a banner. Yeah, oh, there okay, was like yeah. three. Ba- there was a point where all three banners were like right in front of us, and we were like, oh, we could just easily get them, and then we just so could, didn't. You had to retrieve. I remember now. You had to retrieve banners from us. Now this is perhaps my limited recollection, but I think you didn't get any of them. No, and we actually stole the banner from you. Uh, so. It wasn't our banner. It was we, a very important banner. It was a very important banner that was releasing slaves, and then we got it. We did execute a bird person, though. I'm not a sure if a that was. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm not sure if that was a main objective. It wasn't an objective. But it was, it was a great success it. for the Dread Shields. Uh, Oily or Murdoch disappeared Captain. for like. <laughs> it, was, it was AFK for. 80% of the battle and then right at the end we're like Murdoch's car- captured a herald and we're like, oh. we were like what? It, it just it, in true his fashion as well like he didn't even do any of the work apparently <laughs> he just saw them on the ground and went up to them and were like are you dead? And they were like no but I'm unconscious he was like oh sweet okay I'm gonna pick you up and take you yeah. <laughs> incredible like, that's so funny and then yeah he got to execute him in front um, of all the dread shields, eh? We were and all, like, loads around. of Navarre, like in front of the Sentinel Gate, still on yeah. the battlefield. It was pretty freaking awesome. Murdoch the Herald Killer. Shout out yeah. to that guy as well. I can't remember the guy's name, but I think his, I think his character's name is like Death Talon or something like that because he was our skirmish leader for the Sunday when we were monstering. And we were like, oh, hey, we recognize you. Oh, no way. And it was a weird little crossover, but his, his role play was sensational yeah. like it was really fucking good that execution was great and his talon now hangs from the dread shield banner as like a a war 
trinket trophy. trophy. That's the one. <laughs> a war trinket. Am I My wrong trinkets. in thinking that you might have tried to stab Oily by mistake when he was killing the Herald? Oh, God. So the way Oily was holding this guy, you know, like sometimes on those videos where you've got like a dog's head and then, but it's their human's arms feeding them and it makes it look like the dog's eating at the table. I have seen these memes. So he was kind of getting executed in this kind of way. So when Murdoch turned to me and asked for a knife and I was like, yeah, I'll just give you my sword, whatever. But then the hand that came up to grab it looked like it belonged to the bird person, the Herald. So I went, not for you. And then I realized it was Murdoch's hand. Who'd I, so he literally said, has anybody got a sword? I said, yeah, here you go. But not no, for you. Stab like, Murdoch. like, fuck, you're kind of ruining a moment here. I was like, oh, shit. He didn't say that, but that's the impression I got. You fucked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One thing to do, Alex. I know. That was pretty much, I mean, I'm sure later tonight I'll remember it and be like, oh, damn, should have said that. But the, yeah, the battle was, it was just really hot. I, the skirmish was, I remember more about the skirmish later on that night but obviously we'll get to that in a bit, but I don't really remember too much from the battle. Yeah, same. I think my favourite thing from Monstrix, so again, I think it was pretty, I think it was a pretty good success for the Yoten, but I think one of my favourite moments was in classic Yoten style, the Imperials asked for a retreat, they said they were going to leave, and said Yoten don't attack us. So they did. And then in classic Imperial style, <laughs> uh, a winter marker stepped forward to one of the Yugara, and our Yugara was bleeding out on the floor, and executed him. And I was actually stood there. Um, we were stood there. There's another guy, Marches, friend of ours, was stood there. Who was also who was playing a Yugara. And as they came forward, executed. We all went, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like twenty Yoten ran at the line, like full pelt of this kind of winter market. Started into the background. They're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down! We're retreating." It's the we don't fucking care. We want his fucking head. And they were just we weren't attacking anyone. We were like, "Bring him here now, and we will bring it." And the general came, kind of the Yoten general came to tell us off, and we were like, "They broke the fucking treaty." It was just really funny because, like, the Imperials had grabbed this guy who'd done the execute. Like, we will deal with him when we get back home. It was like, swear on your honour. Like, there was this really cool, like, roleplay moment where we were like, how fucking dare you? Um, it was really cool. It was a really cool moment. Um, but it, uh, it was just really fun to kind of surge forward. It was like, we slapped, like, a last little bit of action before, before the end of the battle. But that was a really good moment. Retreats yeah. never really go well. Uh, we were, I remember when we were retreating now. So, they were obviously getting loads of people out. I think they were getting like Brass Coast out first and whatever. And Navarre were one of the last ones to sort of leave, but then they were shouting. So the Dread Shields, we were to hold and to stay whilst everyone was retreating. So one person was saying, no, you stay and wait until everyone else has retreated. But then we was getting shouted at like, what are you doing standing there? We're, we're leaving. We're like, yeah, are we staying? Are we going? Like, what are we doing? So that we were kind of just taking a few steps back every now and then, like, are we going? But then we were like, no, Dread Shields. And I think we were fighting with another unit. I can't remember. Did you get to fight with the National Block at all? I'm not sure. My Liga buddies. I just remember going, I just remember thinking, what the fuck are we meant to be doing? Are we staying? Are we going? Just tell me what to do. I'm hot. <laughs> I'm bothered. I'm I hungry. Think, but it, it, yeah, sounds like it was a resounding success for the Yoten. I, I know what but was really funny. Some Yoten moved towards the fort, and then a bunch of Imperials went in, like stormed the fort and got in. And then one of the Yoten like leaned over to me and went, 
we weren't even holding that fort. What's going on? <laughs> like, we were just by the fort. And they're like, we took the fort! And we're like, we weren't holding the fort. What's going on? This is why you listen to your objections. It was so funny. Like, uh, maybe there was an objective to get a fort, but none of us knew about it. So we just like, all right, it's cool. Sick, yeah. <laughs> Good for you guys. I just spent a lot of the battle just running around, being a happy little uh, Helbert happy uh, Yagara. Yeah. I got killed in the initial crush were you there for when the imperials pushed through and just hit us like a hammer we thought we had good formation yeah no i was like okay i'm trying to pull that no i'm stuck on mora yagara now oh guess i'm going down bye bye it was such like a panic crush it looked like you imperials were just steamrolling onto the battlefield from the gate it yeah. faltered, it felt, from my perspective. It faltered at the woods, I felt. Yeah. But I, like that's where it always does. It feels like the Imperials... But that's interesting, though, isn't it? Because it was Navarre. Like, Navarre in the woods versus the Yoten is usually lethal, because, like, you're quick. <laughs> um, but, yeah. We're slow. I, I did have a lot of fun also seeing my beloved Matt National Block kill me. The, the <laughs> general, the Reaper general's like, you see that Yagara there? The one with the shit-eating grin? I want that one. <laughs> That's so good. One of my buddies in the national block, he's like, you there, I want you. You four, Jotun, you're not taking me on. Uh, he knew he could like just lure me in, so I just charged at him to which he just strike down and then stab, 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 stab. <laughs> oh, he was like, I knew I could, he was after the battle, I was like, I knew I could lure you in. So good battle. Yeah. And then we got the beautiful so smolder from Alex fun. as you came off the field. Did you smile? Uh, smolder. smolder. The, oh, oh, the my, my that's new, such a good shot. Your new profile picture is like, yeah. The oh, one you didn't so tell good. Chloe. Yeah, the one you didn't tell me there was a photographer there. So I'm just there, like. There is no time. You see a top, yeah. you pose. I yeah. think we, we need a code word. We need a code word. Yes, no, you just need to be. You just need to no. be. Tog. Just snap. Tog. Just go, just go snap. No, because you'll happen. What? And then the picture will be you going, uh? <laughs> That's how most of my pictures are. Either that, or I've just got like a really concerned, horrible double chin face. So it's like... I find in most of your pictures, your body's facing in a different direction than your head. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Your head's no. always like an owl. Your head's always kind of <laughs> in the opposite direction as your body's facing. No. no. That's because Chloe's an important character. She's the big hoot. <laughs> Well, yeah, Ambi, it's like a defense technique. You watch 360. Well, degrees. they say in the bowels, you're not meant to look at your direct opponent. You look at the person next to you. So then, yeah, we, we strolled back from battle. Um, yeah. Not successful. We'd killed the Herald, and that was just a massive deal for us. So we were over the moon about that. I don't really know. Like, the kind of day is a bit sketchy. Because I remember after battle, we chilled out of the camp for a bit. I think you sold some hot dogs. Mm. I think we had to wander around. But there was a point where we were back at the camp, and... Rook and someone else came to buy a hot dog and was like, hey, we're going on a skirmish at six if you want uh, to tag yeah. along. You were like, oh, no, I can't because I've buggered my leg up. But then obviously Keen Old Bean here was like, yeah, stabby, stabby, murder, murder, we'll be there. I want to call that, make that your nickname now, the Keen Bean. <laughs> Keen Bean. Carrie, what did you go to whilst we were uh, defeating the Imperials? I uh, went around the shops with Emma and we got that little music box thing. Oh, remember? that was so cute. That was really cute. That was really she was like, oh, do I buy it? I was like, buy it. Yeah, that's very it. cute. Oh, Morgan would love it. I was like, yes, Morgan would love it. So buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very sweet and it kind of didn't click. When she presented it to me, I was like, oh, it's really nice. I just assumed I was paying her back. And I gave her a big hug. I was like, that's lovely. Thank you very much. And she was like, 
yeah, music for Amber Music Box. You like them? Oh, yeah, it's amazing. I'll pay you back after. No, it's a gift. I went, oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> well, um, then, thank you. Uh, um, but yeah, no, it was really nice. It's like a music yeah. box with flowers on top, which is very fucking interesting. So, like, I've got all my like little in character trinkets and jewelry in there now, um, which is nice to open. Yeah, we're a little browse around all the things that I want to buy and talked very much about how if only I had lots and lots and lots of money, that would be quite nice. Um, but I don't. <laughs> And then obviously probably spent time at the ball. Said I just can't really remember very much, especially from like the morning while you guys were off. Then tend to take it quite easy on the morning because there's not as many people around anyway. Um, and I'm waiting around until everyone comes back from the battlefield so that I can sell potions for the next day and stuff. I was very glad that like as I said you um, on the Friday that I knew Dawn wasn't going to be fighting until the Sunday because basically you're the only person I sell potions to at this point because Nietzsche's sorted and you guys don't really ever buy potions off me. Um, so it's just you and Viridian who buy my potions, really. So I had to wait till you guys got back to do that. Um, there was someone at the boar's head who was doing um, basically her take on AI-generated imaging, but in LARP version. Um, so it was Cameo-generated images, which is her name or their name. Um, and we, I don't know if, I don't know if this is why at the battle, but I'll talk about it anyway now because I'm talking anyway. Um, but I was going around with them and helping them get commissions i took them to go see emma and they did a lovely drawing for her but basically you just give her a prompt and pay her i think at first she said a crown but then she's up the price because everyone was telling her to and um she'll draw and paint that like a generated image yeah it was always what they called again cameo generated images yeah was it yeah Yeah. (laughs) i believe she live well she well she sent me a live stream when she was doing one of them for one of the jackdaws actually so i don't know if i think she live streams every wednesday Actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. She's drawing one for Esty, isn't she? She's done one for Esty. Oh, is it finished? Yeah, it's finished. Yeah, I it's... saw it while it was in the works. It looked really cool. Yeah. It's very good. It's very funny. Nice. So, yeah, so I hung out with her for a bit and she was doing some um, painting and drawing. And as I say, I was following around because I just wanted to see the reactions to some of the people. The first one she gave out was someone wanted their friend drawn as a potato. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went with her to Wintermark to uh, deliver that and... Um, that was received very well. And then I think they ordered someone else as a different vegetable or something like that. Um, and yeah, all, all in good fun. What did you guys do as soon as you came out of battle then? I have a goal this event, right? I think I mentioned this. I need to have Challenge the Iron Duke cast on me. And to have that cast on me, I need 12 mana. And to buy mana, I need money. So my event, for my, a big portion of my Saturday was wandering around Anvil selling flowers. So I was selling uh, small flowers for five rings, big flowers for 10 rings, and shiny flowers for 15 rings. Um, and I was wandering around uh, Dawn, and most of the time I was like, hey, um, I'm selling flowers, draw anything. And they're like, yeah, I don't know what color yet. Where do you camp? And I was telling them kind of where I was. Went around, sold a few here and there. And it was kind of like taking me a while to get going. I was like, oh, this is going to take me ages. Because it's like a mana crystal roughly goes for, uh, well, an amount, I shouldn't really say the amount it goes for, but I needed to sell multiple flowers to get one crystal. And it took me a while to sell one. I was like, this is going to take me ages. So I went around Dawn, sold a few, went around Wide Anvil. Basically, no one was looking for them outside of Dawn. Um, uh, then I saw some Dornish people on the way, had a little sit down, sold flowers. And then eventually, people started just coming to me at camp. Like, I just was like, hey, you still sell? And I kind of, once I sold enough flowers to get them out of crystals, like, cool, I'm done. They'll put my flowers down. But then for the rest of the day, people just kept going, you buying flowers? Are you selling flowers? I hear you selling flowers. Are you selling, can I buy some flowers? And was just selling them everywhere. It was great. 
Has Tristan managed to buy himself out of his legendary debt from uh, flower sales? No, not yet. Might have to sell some more flowers next event. I've got myself into another debt as well now. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Find that in character. Prosperity. Prosperity everywhere. Uh, it's only prosperity if you pay. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I spent a lot of time um, selling flowers, uh, basically. It was a big portion of Who will my buy sale. my sweet red roses? <laughs> What was most popular? So not many people bought the shiny ones because they're, I think it's because they're a bit more expensive. But I noticed that acted a bit like, you know, when you go to cafes and they have like a larger coffee for like a bit more money and a small coffee. Ah, uh, so you and think you're saving money one. by going for the medium one. I think yeah. I convinced more people to buy the more expensive flowers because, well, it's not the most expensive. I don't want to get the cheapest, so I'll go for the middle one. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit of accidental market tactics. a bit magical as well. Like you want yeah. something that's a bit more realistic. But some houses have like, got, well, as I found out, have gold in their flower code as well as mine. You know, I was just um, trying to find something, one of the wires for the microphones under the couch. Um, and I pulled out something. I was like, oh, that's not a wire. That's a rose. Thank you, Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> I leave flowers everywhere I go. Um, someone came to buy a red flower from me from the league. Um, a bishop prince. Ew. And... They were like, how much is a red rose? I said five rings. And they just went, I'm not paying you five rings. And was like, will two crowns do? <laughs> and I was like, I mean, they're only five rings. Oh, four crowns? I went, Ugh. So they paid four crowns for one five ring flower. Which, you, I was which like, you probably gave to me for a Scots maid. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Actually, I did <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. And then they came back later. They gave me another two crowns for a red rose. I was like, this person, oh, nice. this person's got a lot of fucking money. That's true league just yeah, making it, was, it rain. They were very much like, I'm not paying five rings to give someone a gift. And they gave me like a handful of crowns. I was like, fucking hell. Um, but yeah, I did a good trade. I, I swapped a flower for an issue of the moon, which is a March magazine. Um, is it a smutty one? No, it's not smutty, but it is um, a perfectly legitimate and accurate and well-written paper and i thoroughly recommend everybody reads it okay mm. definitely not a tabloid <laughs> definitely accurate it's a it's a it's a very good newspaper sounds very educational then it, yeah. absolutely was there's yeah. some very interesting information in there um is it sarcasm yes yes why what is it it's tabloid find tabloid. that in play <laughs> go buy a copy of the moon it's not quite as propaganda as nietzsche's paperwork that gets dished out you know there's more posters for the jackdaws on navari trees than there are leaves <laughs> someone went around and there was this awful moment where Nietzsche he, he left some at where I, hilarious. where I sell my sausages and um, he'd left it on the side and within like and then he'd left and within a few minutes I'd got sausage grease all over his <laughs> his posters his jackdaw propaganda I was like oh shit and I was like I'm not leaving that there it looks gross so I just threw it on the fire but it's like on the top so it was very clearly just on the fire the fire was barely going at this point Nietzsche comes about five minutes later and he goes, he just looks at him and says, are those my posters, you bastard? Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously he'd just given me them and then I'd just been like, well, they're getting burnt straight away. It was a perfect icy moment. Loved it. <laughs> You've seen, well, you guys are there when I found one of Nietzsche's posters on my table. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, this fucking guy. And having to get it E2 and I ripped up one, threw it away. And then I looked at the next one, I was like, and this looks interesting. It was like an advert for your plays. I was like, yeah. mm, actually, this one looks quite good. <laughs> Because the jackdaws is going so quickly and we have so many fingers and pies now, every notice board it's like four jackdaw pictures for various different services we provide. so funny. I'm such a fan. Uh, I wonder yeah. if we could get like a, well, we probably never could do this with how full our van gets, but just a giant jackdaw billboard to have oh over the camp. God. 
Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, we need to get a massive sticker on the side of the van. Never mind, laps and tarps. Just like the Jolly <laughs> Jack Doors side <laughs> today. I like that. Jolly Jack Doors, massive letters, like laps and tarps, like yeah, a small yeah, print yeah, at yeah, the bottom, yeah. sponsored by laps and tarps. Yeah. You know, like that giant billboard of Ham- Howard Hamlin from Better Called Saul, man. It's just Nietzsche. <laughs> um, but yeah, selling flowers, had a good time. Um, what else did I do? Oh, I had a ritual cast on me by Meridian Ooh. and his coven, which was as. Oh yeah, fucking normal as possible. Spent the entire weekend. Tristan, you okay? Tristan, you okay? Because I had blood smeared on my face, and someone pretended to scratch my eyes out. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of um, Viridian, when I went to go sell him his potions, that got a bit chaotic as well. Why? If you remember, because the wind was so bad, he was like holding out some herbs. To, like, oh God, yeah, Jesus! And the pole from the awning. Um, just flew right into his eye, basically. And he's like, still holding up these herbs past them to me. And I'm like, taking them off. I'm like, I feel weird taking this off you while you're so clearly visibly in pain. Um, <laughs> but he was all right. But we were like, um, do you need to go and see like an actual like medic? <laughs> and he's like, is, that, is it bleeding? I'm like, no, he's like, it's all right then. <laughs> but oh, Jump. God, that was a bit like, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, thank you for the money. Um, but <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> It was like, oh, that was that was pretty fun. Yeah. And then while I was there, Twig was also there. So um, they um, paid for a potion and I had to go and brew it. I got to the God tent and realized I didn't actually have the right ingredients for that potion after I'd made Viridian stuff and your stuff. Um, and But then I knew that there was a new player that I'd been hanging out with and she was at Anvil Hospital and she'd, she'd already got a potion because she'd made like a couple of random ones. And I was like, all right, she's got the same one. So I ran to Anvil Hospital and I bought it off her for like just a bit less than Twig had given to me. And then I ran to your camp to find Twig, only to find out that Twig was actually at the Sentinel Gate, which is right next to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) And then proceeded to keep going out and looking for them all fucking day i kept setting down in the boar's head tent you kept se- like, i kept seeing you actually be like have you seen twig have <laughs> yeah. you seen twig have you seen you, twig i felt bad because they'd given me the money and i hadn't given them the potion where i had the opposite issue with one of your jackdaws actually <laughs> who i bumped into on my way to the god tent for twig um and while i was like selling them a potion someone else had been like that's the person with the dice game and i was like yes that's me um, <laughs> and then i'd got i'd um, agreed to make them a potion or and then Managed to get it to them, but not get the money straight away. Um, but yeah, I, all weekend or all Saturday even, I just kept sitting down either with you guys at your Agra's tent or in the boar's head, like like sitting on the grass in the shade and thinking, it's too hot, it's too hot to go and do anything, but then keep mm. going, but I need to go and see if this. And I just kept walking out into the sword and, and then getting a few steps down and just being like, why the am I leaving the shade? Why do I keep doing this? But I just, I can't just sit down all day. Like, uh, I wish I could. The sun was crazy. It was. As soon as you get into the woods though, it drops like a good five, 10 yeah. degrees. Um, mm. Well, maybe not that much, but it no, cools down I, I a hell think of a lot when, when you're in the Navarro woods. Yeah. We, I, I had, I know, I was wearing a fair amount of layers. Um, I did all right on the Saturday. Sunday was horrible. Saturday was hot, but I managed to not have to take any layers off. I did all right. Um, but it, the heat was just... We can't have this episode without saying how fucking horrendous the oh, heat was. It was unbearable. It was crazy. I remember Emma said, like, she was under the awning outside our tent, and she said, I think, I, I think she, like, she went to the toilet and came back and she went, 
that's it. I'm done for the day. <laughs> like, I can't do <laughs> yeah. any more than that. And it was the surface temperature of the sun. Oh, it was mm. fucked. And I decided to cook in that weather, so I was always mm. next to on yeah, winter, next to the fire. fire which yeah, was, yeah well, no cooking. wonder you felt like going into Navarre was like ten degrees cooler. Yeah. You weren't sat next to a fire. Yeah, true. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like you guys at this the hottest part of the day decided to do some nice, simple, relaxing. Uh, yeah, what was Nick and yeah. Van Dyer, Count of Vagabonds? Well, well, like yeah, some meeting, of the well, my dear, dear Modesto got us an employment on a skirmish with our pr- current employer's Cordraco at two o'clock. Till, well, the meeting goes at two o'clock, so we all got clanked up so we can go for a pre-battle meeting. The skirmish wasn't till three, so at the hottest part of the day when the sun is high in the sky, there's me in my uh, black gamberson, black and red trousers, black boots. We saw you. Heavy, clanky armour. I even put my brig arms on as well. Unbearable. And my hat. Yeah, we saw you. You were walking past the forge, like that little corner. You were walking there towards like the main path into like Dawn and Wintermark. You were cutting across that way, like heading towards like the toilets and whatever. And we saw you from our tent at the top of the hill. We were like, How the fuck is it? You know those heat waves that you see in movies or like on the top of roads? There was those, but just coming off of you (laughs) as you were marching off. I was like, we looked, we were just like, what an absolute madman. Like, what is he doing? Like, you must have been baking. Oh yeah, my face was probably more liquid than flesh, but... You, you've got to do it though. You got to have your heavy. You paid for heavy. You're gonna wear heavy. I really this should. Is why you don't pay for heavy in the first place? I, I've got this weird pride thing about clank versus poly. It's so stupid, but I like the authentic feel. I don't think it's a stupid pride thing. I like you know you. For me, again, it's, I don't really care who the people wearing it. But when I want to put it on, I want to feel like it helps with my immersion. Yeah, mm. like That's I'm girding fair. for battle. And again, for accessibility reasons and all sorts, you can't do it. But when you gird for battle, you feel it's ready to go. A really small detail that really brings me into the immersion is just hearing me clanking along in metal, yeah. like you would be, and hearing my troops all in their metal clanking along. So yeah, we went up to Cordraco to do a skirmish uh, preparation. They didn't seem to be too ready, so it's just us all in black under this tarp, just like, we're dying here. Like that scene Please. from the Spongebob movie when Patrick and Spongebob have been captured by the the, the, the diver. scuba diver. Yeah, they're just like shriveled up. I'm the goofy goober, yeah. <laughs> You're the goofy goober, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But whilst we were waiting for the skirmish, we did have Big Brain Modesto who'd been given a a whistle by one of our new players, Ned, he was going through our uh, military tactics. So we now have a system. One blow. Oh, he's got a document, ladies and gentlemen. He's reading a piece of paper. He made notes. Oh, you nerd. (laughs) One blow on the whistle means retreat. Two blows on the whistle. Ah, ah, ah. Means charge. And three blows on the whistle means Modesto's down. (laughs) <laughs> come and help me you fucks <laughs> so yeah that was quite fun but eventually after waiting the hour getting a little plan together we march out together we call Draco for the skirmish now Amble does seem to be getting a lot better with skirmish numbers getting the militia there but I will have to say I was the last one by the skin of my teeth to get through that gate like we'd been employed to be there the Cordraker were running the session and I was the very last one through. So 
it still does seem like skirmishes were oversubscribed. Oh, they're, so they definitely oversubscribed the thing, but there's only so much they can do. But yeah, you can't keep people from trying to get in. I do think the new system of... It's a tough one, right? Because it's it, it's like, if you're a new place, first time at Anvil, you don't know what you're doing, so it's hard to get onto a skirmish. But I think after you're like your second or third event, you're like, right, I can look at the Winds of War, yep. I can see in advance which skirmishes there are, and I say this, if you're going to go on a skirmish, find one that your character cares about. Oh, yeah. Look for the, like for whose name, because it'll be assigned to someone, and go speak to that person. I will say something that does piss me off a little bit that I've been hearing, is people will go to the person in charge of a skirmish at like five past six at time in, and be like, hey, I'd like to help with the skirmish, and they go, oh, we've already covered it. So you've organized it all off field. Yeah. Like that's shitty. Like you should let people have time to organize a skirmish in the field. Give people a chance to get onto it. I don't think like organizing stuff out of Anvil is shitty. I don't think you should be doing that. Um, but I think as in general, I've quite enjoyed being like, oh, this skirmish is something I'd be interested in. I'll go speak to that person, find that person. Hi, I want to be on this skirmish. Is there room? Yes. And then you get on it. Yeah, it's mm. a good bit of role play. Yeah. Uh, a couple of my jackdaws print off the Winds of War and we discuss it at the meetings at time in which one we want to do. Someone goes to get signed on. But yeah, we all march through the gate. I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, Dawn wanted to go and talk to some Herald. There was a load of Jotun. I was hyped for combat. This was the first skirmish I've done in ages. I thought, with Dawn, it's going to be a proper good fight. You fuckers. I don't know Those who you are. Those you fuckers. They're your employers. No, no. You fuckers of Dawn. Don't know who you think you are. You fucking negotiated your way out of it. You worked out there's something to do other than fucking charge. In a way, it was the perfect skirmish as mercenaries because we got paid to stand there and do jack shit. Fucking hell. I mean, that is odd. <laughs> but cool. I was just there scratching my head. It's like, we're fine with Dawn, right? <laughs> this, is, this is Dawn. Uh, yeah, but it was a, the guy that was leading it was a Yofo, wasn't he? Possibly. I, didn't, you, you, I, I didn't really know what's going on. I couldn't hear like the conversation. If it's a skirmish, I know. Basically, um, some yo folk were coming back to Dawn through Karaman, I think, and some Yotam were going to attack them, so they had to go defend them. It usually would have been done because it was to do with Summer Heralds. It would have been the... God, I might be butchering this. The Night Protector of Summer, but I think the position of Night Protector of Summer is currently vacant, so it fell on Guy of Wise Guys mm. to do it. I think it was it was quite cool to see uh we got commendated for our restraint of just standing there so yay medals all around we're heroes and all that we got paid our five rings which the jackdaws got your to keep. obsession with medals is so funny like, yeah we got a medal <laughs> i blame oily the, the hoisters have changed me as a person uh but yeah that was quite fun uh a little bit of skirmish uh, i said i'd do some and uh, apparently they're a lot less deadly than i thought i would they would be and after that, I had to go and prep for my starring debut as a theatre star. Yeah. Oh, yes. You were the Jolly Jackdaws did a little performance, didn't they? And I actually paid for this one. Didn't pay for the last Jackdaw player, but then I felt bad. So I was like, okay, I'll actually give you some money. I mean, it was fantastic. However, we couldn't see a lot of it because yeah, we, we were sat, sat right behind, behind Talis. Talis. And Talis the, is taller than us. <laughs> I was sat behind Murdoch's anyway. hat. Yeah. Well, I, ba- I got the outskirts of the play, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. We saw you, that was the main thing, so I, don't worry. I won't spoil it, but the name of the play is The H- Viper's Hidden Virtue, written by the Harlequin. It was a lot of fun to be in. I was so happy, like, I just had 
Will, can I, uh, Martin, can I go and advertise this a bit? We need to get some more bums on seats. Walk out the tent. Who's passing the store? But my beautiful friend, Talis Ashbourn. I was like, Talis, my friend, do you want to see some leagueish culture? And he was like, ah, fabulous, darling. How could I miss it? And I had so much fun just bantering with him over the stage, bonding back over uh, our time together in the Brock and saving his 14-inch boy. That's funny. The beautiful Athen. Someone, for some reason, had given me one of those little vials of bubbles, like, not long before going in. So I sat I behind Talis. No, it oh, wasn't, because no. I oh, sat behind him, and I started blowing bubbles and waiting for him to notice, and he was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, yes, ah, oh, and then he got out his own little vial of bubbles. Yeah, it was the Pathfinders, one of the Pathfinders' yeah. children kept delivering them over to us. Oh, like, yeah, because you passed it over to it me. It the yeah. bubbles yeah. that they were meant to be selling, but they just kept giving to us. We were like, thank you. So there were bubbles <laughs> everywhere, it was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed doing a bit of game that wasn't just meetings or battles. I thought, yeah. this time I'm going to do something a bit different, ham it up. And boy, I think I had a butcher's shop worth of ham for what I put on that performance. Oh, definitely. I love playing the ghost of a league. It was a great performance. It was kind of yeah. like the story of this hit, this viper, the princess or uh, has maiden. To learn, maiden has to learn to trust it. And it's like a Christmas carol, a series of different characters throughout empire culture come to talk to this maiden. A lot of fun. If we put it on again... Please do come and see it because yeah. it, it was a hell of a good time. It was my first yeah. and only Anvil performance, like theatre performance, and it was well mm. worth it. What yeah. time was it at? Uh, five half, o'clock, I believe. Yeah. Half five. What was that? It was 5.30 because I remember I was short on time because you were you like... You were going oh, to a skirmish, Yeah, because my skirmish yeah. was at six and you were like... Because oh, I said, well, how long is it going to be? And you were like, oh, only about 10, 15 minutes. And I was like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, I should so have we enough time. Yeah, so were looking at like... Yeah, I time. kept checking my time because I was like, I need to go get our bit yeah. up. I need to go, I need to go. But, uh, well, yeah, well, so it was 5.30, I think. One bit that did amuse me, I said, uh, because there was part of a witch, you could they could use my fancy Nietzsche cloak as a prop and yeah. just seeing them like... Pass it over. Oh, this is heavier than it looks. <laughs> yeah. like, we're just going to keep this on the ground. It is a lot of fabric. <laughs> it's a hefty cloak. Mm. It, it weighs a lot. Why do you think I'm so short and stocky? Everything I weigh, wear is just Yeah, like he's, he's actually down. about one foot tall than you'll see him on field. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just that just weight. the cloak compresses him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Have you? Did you guys get up to much else that evening? Oh, well, you're skirmish. You're skirmish, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, so after we watched your starring debut... I would be taking the stage again. I hope oh, so. I hope so. Like, I'll definitely come I to I might that. not pay not... for the next one, though. I'll, I'll... <laughs> you. I did get paid for it. I'm so I was happy. Did you? Yeah. How much did you get paid for it? Crown and half. Oh, not bad. We should stop for performing. For a 15-minute play. Yeah. yeah. Let's do a Navari theatre troupe. Oh. Well, it's a crown of hot dog. Oh, right. right, sorry. I don't have to remember a script for a crown of hot dog. That's true. Other than hot dog uh, for a crown? Oh, yeah. That's fair enough. Mm. Uh, <laughs> skirmish, yeah. So, do you remember this one? Or have you forgotten it since you claimed to remember this one? Uh, yeah. So I remember we were going in there. I, I don't know what the objectives were. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I just knew what we had to do. We were going in to flank. We were going as a surprise attack. So we got in there, we went straight into the woods and we literally just curled really far right and round and we were going through the trees, through the long grass and stuff and we genuinely came out as a surprise. I think maybe we were fighting Druze? I don't know. We, whoever we were fighting, I don't know. You were I fighting enemies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
the the bad Chloe, people. Chloe, you're fighting the academy. You just murdered all those children. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that. Oh god, yeah, because that um my new friend who was a first time at Anvil, the one who I'd taken to see the um octopus the night before, we'd been hanging around that day. And as I said, she'd gone to the hospital. She's the one I bought the potion off of. And when she came back from the hospital, she informed me that her first ever patient, you know, because obviously she'd watched a few people and sort of assisted on some, but her first ever patient, just her, um, was a child from the academy who unfortunately died in character. So her first ever patient was a child who died. Um, And she had to get like debriefed after that. She she was absolutely fine um, and everything. I think Um, it's crazy that it is canonical that 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 Imperial citizens send children to die. Yes. That is crazy But no, apparently it's really, really rare that it happened. And apparently the kid, like OC, absolutely fucking loved it. Like all of his friends came over and they were saying, oh, what an honourable way to go and all that sort of thing. I love that. Anyway, so because a child had died, then um, you were, you had um, a reputation of some kind that somehow yeah. related to oh, that. Yeah, so yeah. I'll, I'll get on to that. So now we know the bit of the backstory towards that. Anyway, so we're, we're, I was on the skirmish and I, I'm going to point out because it's going to get said by one of the Dread Shields. I absolutely stacked it. I tripped while I was running in the woods and I think only only one person saw it and I'm really, really grateful for that but I full on stacked it so mm. I'm not the perfect fighter, everyone. You get I that do make when mistakes. your head's facing one direction and your body's facing the other <laughs> way. It's bound to happen. I wondered why the world was going away and not coming towards me. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, we were coming out and when we come out, whoever we was fighting, they literally went, oh, Fuck! Because they hadn't seen us coming, and we came out as a proper surprise. It was fantastic, and we just absolutely destroyed them. It was so funny. And then there was a point where we kind of killed the little bit that we found. Then we moved on, and then there's that little fort, like in the side of the woods. And there was some. I'm just. I'm just going to say Druze. It's probably wrong. I'm just going to say Druze because it's easier for me. You should just say it with confidence, and then no one will question you. You were the only one there. Yeah, everyone else has got it wrong. Yeah. It, I'm right. Uh, anyway, so, and there were like some Druze in this little fort that we went to kill. And one of them was on the floor bleeding out. And I saw one of the Dread Shields execute someone. I was like, oh, wait, fuck, are we executing? And they were like, yeah, like, do it. Like, we are. I was like, oh, sick. So I went up to this one that was on the floor. And the Druze was like, wait, wait, no, 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 no. Like, I have information. I can give you stuff. And I was like, I don't give a fuck and just straight up like <laughs> executed Fuck them sake. and you cold ass motherfucker and like in hindsight I gen I should have looted them or listened to what they said before I killed them because they might have had something interesting but in that time it was just murderous Neve was like stab 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 kill 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 I can't remember who I was talking to on the battlefield about it because there was one of the dread shields next to me I can't remember who and they were like well that was that was cold and I was like yeah I was worried they were going to tell me that they had a wife and kids and I was just going to care even less oh my god it was just going to make me want to kill them more so I just saved myself I saved them the heartache or whatever it was do we need to put Neve so, down before the empire gets destroyed Neve will destroy the empire not fucking fixing Navarre's reputation right there <laughs> so <laughs> no um, so there was that and then we just fought whatever and it was just it was really it was really great it was really successful we came back and it was it was hilarious and then I came back I came to the tent uh, expecting to see you Alex and you Carrie and neither of you were there at the tent I was like oh okay just come home a warrior from war by, by myself to an empty tent all right fine 
So I just passed out in the shade for a bit, took my chain off and took all my armour and everything else off. And I was like, I'm so, so sticky and sweaty, wondering where you guys were. Then you guys wandered up because I was going to wind you up when I came in, but I still managed to wind you up because you were doing archery. You came up to the tent and you were like, oh, so how was the skirmish? And I just looked you dead in the eye and was like, well, guess he's got to go to God. And both your <laughs> oh faces... Oh, my God. Both your faces dropped. Yeah. And I was I'm like... sorry for believing you. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. shit. I, both your faces dropped. And I was like, no, nah, just kidding. It's not me. Archery was so, he- heaps of fun, though. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I like how it was like, oh, I can't fight with the dread shields. I'm injured. I'm sorry. I can't do the skirmish. But archery? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like yeah, fun. But they, they've set up an archery range in the league now. Um, yeah. So that if you don't have the archery skill, you can go and you can do a bit of target practice. And it's not like expensive and it was so much fun. Yeah. There's it a really lovely, it. helpful guy that runs it as well. Yeah. I didn't That's catch cool. his name, but really cool. Uh, but yeah. So after the skirmish, we went to the dread shields camp because I was going to go back with them after the skirmish. But I was like, no, nah, I need to take all my chain and everything off so collected you went to the dread shields camp to walk in on a live smut reading and there was james who plays lice was just sat there topless majestically reading this smut fantastic i mean what a sight it was uh, yeah it was and then so funny. rick was doing the sound effects in the background so it was a full immersion it was ridiculous i mean Boobs were referred to as hills at one point. It was pretty damn ridiculous. I really wish I was there. It sounds like it was, it was I was so, cry laughing. It it was was so next funny. time, uh, next time, please, if you if you know in advance, let me know. Oh yeah. Oh, well, we just we had no, we just rocked up and just I just have to rock happening. up from time to time, won't I? Yeah. But um, so that was hilarious. That was one of the highlights. And then they were like, "Bar crawl." I was like, "Bar crawl." Hey. So we all we started off. We went to Wintermark first, and then kind of. Loop made around. a sweep around but yeah so going back to your yeah, child back, story back to the child murder. yeah so this is where it all makes sense ladies and gents we were talking about the skirmish and everything and i was talking about my execute yeah how ruthless you are and about like saying i was like oh i was just worried he was gonna tell me i had a wife and kids and i was just not gonna care and then there were i can't even remember how the conversation went but then we were talking about the kid that died they were like was it you did you kill the kid and uh, i was like so that's how maybe. you kind of got the blame for it so i was like Neve would kill a kid. I was like, I would kill a kid, but maybe I would just kick them first. You so can now... see Morgan's face right now, <laughs> listeners. Morgan is horrified. Yeah. So yeah, we should put Neve down. Maybe we should, <laughs> maybe we should remove this from uh, all media before police get hold of it. Yeah. So now Neve is known as the kid kicker because she was like, all right, it was definitely frowned upon to kill a kid, but to kick a kid might be It's right. also still frowned upon. Yeah. But not as much. And after so... those children gave you bubbles... Yeah, I would, I would kick them. all kids, just, <laughs> just the annoying like, ones. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm kids. now known as the kid kicker. Uh, yeah, we just did our bar crawl, just made our way. We got two wise guys in Dawn, and then there was someone selling these rocky roads that were spicy rocky roads. Mm. And we managed to peer pressure some of the dread shields into eating it. Well, it was me for... I don't know why, but I just found myself surrounded by dread shields and I was about to eat one and I thought, how's this happen? Why is You're it about me? to eat a dread shield? No. But <laughs> <laughs> eat one of these um, spicy rocky roads. I think it was because probably I just showed more interest in it, but I split it with another dread shield. And initially it was fine, but it was one of those kind of slow builds and then it just gets hotter and hotter. It had Carolina Reaper powder, ghost chili powder, uh, chili oils, all kinds of stuff. And it was delicious, but it was just really hot. And we were looking at each other 
And neither of us, after a while, wanted to admit to the other <laughs> how spicy it was. Not neither of us wanted to be the one that broke first. What, what's the word? Is that toxic masculinity? Yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and I just said to him, neither of us wants to admit that this is fucking hurting us right now. And I've got quite a high spice tolerance, but it was it was through the roof. And then yeah, we got a few other. We bought you bought a couple more. I, bought a couple I split more, yeah. one with Rook. Yeah. Highly recommend them, by the way. If anybody really is into I don't know if they're going to do them next time. Are they not? No, they, said, said that- they said in the post, like, because they mentioned us in their hots and knots, like, thank you to my best customers, the Dread Shields. And he was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing them next time. So he might be, okay. I don't know. Well, seek him out. In, um, he was in Dawn where we saw him if he was selling them. Because they're, they're really hot, but they're like, you can still enjoy that it is great food, mm. kind of hot. Um, but then you got in a bit of trouble, didn't you, Neve? I did. So we had some rocky road left and we were just wandering through obviously we continued on our bar crawl the sun had set so it was dark it was late and we stumbled across our very good friend murdoch mm. and their partner rain and the dread shields and everyone were egging me on like oh give murdoch give murdoch the rocky road give him and i was like no like what they're like just do I it would have be been really funny so upset with you uh, yeah so i was peer pressured into giving murdoch this spicy rocky road so i was like Hey, do you know what? We bumped into a... Uh, hang on. I'm pretty sure it was very much your idea. No, it was not my idea. It did take a couple of people convincing me, but after I was like, yeah, right, it'd be funny. But I did, I was like, <laughs> but I was like, but I do feel bad. What if, like, I was like, what if he hates me? And or what just, if he hates spice? Well, no, I didn't think about that. I was just purely thinking of selfish reasons. Like, what if they hate I me? I would have been fuming. Yeah. So went up and I was like, hey, Murdoch, we got this Rocky Roads from someone earlier and we saved you a piece and they were like oh that's really sweet thank oh, you no. like oh that's really nice of you to think about me i was like okay cool gave it <laughs> <laughs> cool story bro <laughs> gave it to them and then very swiftly moved on so i wasn't there to see them eat it the aftermath coward <laughs> yeah you know i very much ran away so chloe so- <laughs> the cold stone killer can't take a chili yeah, because- uh, trick because you can't um, live with the guilt. Oily OC is not a spice person. No, I didn't. Far from yeah. it. Yeah, which we you didn't know. Yeah, I did. I have apologised and I do feel really bad. But so Oily was like, OC, we're fine. I see Murdoch's coming for Neve, and I was like, that's fair. That that's very fair. Didn't you guys also feed some to his partner as well? Uh, no, I think he. I think he split it with them, but they didn't take it too well either. Poor dear. Yeah, so So there may sorry be an again. attempt on your life at E3. That's fine. It's very warranted. I mean, Chloe accepts it, Neve does not. But I want Murdoch to put a bounty on your head. Alright. That would be pretty damn sick, like me trying to evade it. But again, if you're listening, I'm very sorry, Oily. Um, Oily never listens to this podcast. He's too cool for just us. Gave us <laughs> he just gave us an award for it anyway. <laughs> Pity award. Um, <laughs> fantastic award. i love it mm. um so yeah bar crawl spicy rocky road uh we were just stumbling around the dark trying to find bars we ended up in the marcher bar fantastic i've never been into the marchers before fantastic i love it was what that the bar I... with the, the puppet the scarecrow guy out the front yeah that was a great bar that was we that ended was up called. we went back there at the end where was it in, uh, in the marches, I love the marches. Yeah, yeah, like what a vibe the marches. It I need was. to go to the marches and characters. Nietzsche still hasn't been. It's to the marches. so cool. So yeah, we did that and then kind of carried on drinking, looped around. We ended up a few dread shields had gone home. There was only a few of us left. 
And a bit of then, pretext. Chloe's never had a hangover. She's one of those people that's luckily enough, lucky enough not to get hangovers. Spoiler alert. Uh, that night, I, I went home a little bit earlier, probably about one or two or something like that. Yeah, so we ended up in songs and stories, and then you were like, yeah, I'm going to head to bed. I was like, well, I'm going to stay out if that's cool. And you were like, yeah, cool. I was like, sick. I'm going to drink. <laughs> and drank far too much. Yeah, so I think by the time The Last of Us had gone to bed, it, well, I was wandering back to the tent at like half four in the morning. It was it was light when I was getting back to the tent. Mm. That's not hard in the summer, to be fair. Like this, uh, like yeah. this weekend just gone. It was like it would, you'd be like, "Oh, it's about half three, and you'd look and be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> That's the rest of your Saturday then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it just rolls on to Sunday. So yeah. can't crack on with your Saturday. So go my back, to, back in time. <laughs> uh, the next thing I did was help Martin with another play. Well, I sent Salt to military council first because Nietzsche wanted to skip a meeting. Nietzsche had been to too many meetings. He wanted to do something else so i offered to help martin in a, another play i just played a small part this time he just needed goons to chase off this mountebank unfortunately uh, the theater was taken at that time so we had to do it on the glory square oh. and basically they were doing uh him and his friend were doing this really cool combat play that like they'd rehearsed it we're doing all the moves it was proper fencing style that's cool really fun to do got a few people watching and just at the end like he's he's on the verge of defeat He's, he's she snapped his wrist something like that so someone like wrenches a bottle around to make the snapping sound he's like oh wow but the worst trick of the ball is you need to use your friends and he's like fooled get her and we pelt across the glory square after this man about to which i think i saw you having your lunch looking very confused i was just looking at her going what is going there's a picture of it you know, like of the people and the person they're buying and i saw you running away it's just me I could, it's not a picture of, of me but i know i'm behind that camera going what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, so that was quite a bit of fun. Uh, we got asked to do a favour from the quartermaster of the National Block. So, as previously stated, Anvil, Anvil usually ends up very oversubscribed for skirmishes. So, as a favour to them, and I think this is both an IC and an OC kind of thing, they asked us to be gate bouncers. So, essentially, it's not like an official role. The militia do it. But he just wanted us to stand in a line to stop people from getting around the sides and sneaking in through the gate in front of them. Uh, so they got everyone together on the first mission to bust up the V. We said we'd stand in a row, stop people from going to the side. So I think the Jackdaws did something nice. In fact, one of the people who also came from us from the uh, uh, Eclecticary, the Broken Ode, was like, what the fuck is this? The Jackdaws are doing something for free that is benefiting the Empire? What the fuck is this? Who are yeah, you? What that's have you very done with unlike Michi? them. It was just a nice thing to do, make sure everyone got the game. No no one tried to gate bounce, though. I think it was because it was about 8 o'clock at night. It was very league-specific skirmish as well. And after that, we went back, got dressed up to go out on the second part of the league skirmish, which was a lot of fun. Uh, as we've known in previous episodes, I've been umming and ahhing about going on skirmishes, but I was like, you know what? In downtime, me and my lads and ladies went to bust up the Vig, living our Guy Ritchie Reservoir Dog style crime. I don't know if we've said it on the podcast, but just the comparison of like fucking Dawn on the Eastern Front, like all, what is it? Oh, sorry, on all- the Eastern Empire, but on the Eastern Front, but like the film, all's quiet on the Western Front. Just the. The siege of the spires of dusk, hounds of glory falling apart, bleeding shit, death, and then in the fucking 
Temeshwar. Temeshwar, just you guys banding around in the fucking Guy Ritchie film. Yeah, just get kicking open doors, taking the Vig hostage, stealing the bite. Obviously can't do that, I see, but like, yeah, just a yeah, bit of fun. Yeah. Like, Yeah, the reason you're having your pack is because you took it after you. <laughs> <laughs> Re- recruiting any Vig who may have surrendered a little easier than the others. Uh, just yeah. living the best like gangster film life. But yeah, we're like, oh, we've got to do this one. We've got to kind of finish them off. So we're all lining up there. Gabriel Barossa is leading the charge to go through the gate. And this moment meant a lot because I don't think our friend James, who plays Luther, was having the most fun event just because a few of the things he really, really wanted to do kind of fell through. And we got a bit of mis- uh, information bus uh, mixed up. We thought we were going to Temeshwar again to bust at the Vig. And you should have seen his little face light up when he, ho- he heard we're going to bust at the Vig outside of Holberg. He was like a child at Christmas. He's like, oh, this has made my event so much better. The the, the skirmish was fantastic. Uh, I, I don't know if it was the crew were tired. It was hot. It was nine o'clock. Or that we were just doing really, really well. But we went in and just minced the skirmish. Gabriel has compared it. He felt like a conductor in an orchestra. He commanded the jackdaws to go on one flank we just went to that flank and started mincing them. The Reapers went up front, did their job. Everyone was in the right positions, taking down the Druze and the Vig, no problem whatsoever. Nice. It was just a lot of fun, just for a simple, there's no objective other than wipe every fucker out on this field, try to take the Vig alive. If there's any illicit objects like bite, hand them into the militia, be a, be a good citizen didn't find any bite none of us but we did find a shit ton of herbs nice. to restock the coffers was that from looting people did you find like oh yeah yeah we were looting people like usually i forget to loot people in the big battle but like the skirmish i think i found two or three elixir vitae and a couple of true vein alone one of my jackdaws came back with a fat stack of about 30 different things so we didn't get paid for the skirmish but we probably made a few thrones between us one of them found a sovereign specific uh, my, my dear Pike, unfortunately, I think that's gone through the washing machine now. Oh, for fuck's sake. You guys in Sovereign Specifics, you go through like nothing without using them. I know, it's crazy. Jesus uh, Christ. Lose them all before time in. But no, it was so much fun to get back on a combat skirmish. Absolutely loved it. Uh, Mince meat, felt like a fucking hero. Profited. What more do you want? Uh, after that, went for, you know what? It's Nietzsche's t- chance to get a drink. So about half nine, my, my day was done. So I thought I'd go for a bit of a wander around, see who was about. Bumped into my good friend, the Reaper General, John. And when the boss is like, Nietzsche, come over here. I want to introduce you to you to some people. Met some lovely people. I, can't, I think, think it was from the Withering Gaze or something like that. Maybe the Looking Glass. We got talking. And they was like, have you ever had your soul tattooed? And it's like, no, but I've been thinking. I've never heard testimony described as having your soul tattooed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, but I've been thinking maybe get the jackdaw, uh, the jolly jackdaw's part of my soul, a uh, jolly jackdaw, uh, just to uh, be an advertisement. Like, oh, fuck that. That's boring. Do you know what you are? No, what was it? I describe myself as like, I have a wonderful head. At one point, for some reason, I think I said, like, yeah, I go into the battlefield, this shiny dome, they shine it up before the battlefield, I blind the Drusha, my troops can charge in. It's like, they were like, we love that. Why don't you get wonderful head tattooed to your soul? <laughs> oh, no, you did not. 
Yes, I do. Oh, Wait, did you actually get a testimony? I've done a testimony. Oh, Nietzsche, why? Can I just what like when Nietzsche gets reincarnated, right? And they're like, let's say he's done something, you know, Nietzsche's soul in his next life does something great, becomes like a general or a leader or something. And they're doing like, let's read your soul and see what your lives before you have done. And it just reads up and the fucking priest doing it. It's like, <laughs> uh, I don't. Uh, <laughs> what is it brave hero glorious fighter wonderful head wonderful head <laughs> because we were getting rumors i heard that um one of the jackdaws came through or something and said that nietzsche was getting like a tattoo of his own face on his soul <laughs> and i was like I yeah that's, that confusion. sounds about right yeah it, it, it was it was a lot of fun just like uh you, you know this would usually cost a liao but for you, if you buy me a drink, so for 10 rings, I got my soul tattooed with wonderful head. And I just heard in the background, my uh, mate James, that someone said, this guy's a good sport. Is it? Yeah, Tom's a good sport. So I love funny. that type of, type of game. It has taught me I need to start carrying my little book around because I haven't memorized my player ID. So I'll go back oh, to my tent to get my player ID. Do you not know it off my heart? 11673. My dyspraxic brain or dyslexic brain struggles to remember numbers. Can remember my, my pure gym password, though, which is a nice sign. <laughs> uh, but that was a lot of fun. Uh, just Nietzsche getting peer pressured by, like, uh, the more sophisticated Peer leaguers. pressured or just having an idea suggested to him? Because I don't think that's really peer pressure. A little of column A, a little column B. <laughs> uh, but the guy at, we went, went to uh, at PD behind the desk working the computer was like, what can we do for you, gentlemen? We need to get a soul tattooed. Okay, what do you want to get get testimonied? Wonderful head. It's like, right, I need to check the rules. Uh, it's because it's it's like, what is it, a noun and a descriptor. Yeah. Right, that's what it has to be. Mm. Still counts. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like Game of Empire. How much can you edge to making it filthy there, before there is, it gets there no is, stop? There is a few testimonies on the field which shouldn't have happened, yeah. I think. Like, they're like they've happened now, but the, it's like, these actually break the rules of testimony, but yeah. And yeah, basically the rest of my evening, I bumped into Oily at some point. Um, was this I, pre-Rocky Road? I th yeah, I think this was pre-Rocky Road because I bumped into him at the uh, Brass Coast Smut reading I was looking in at. Well, we saw him in the Brass Coast selling booze. Yeah, I was there too. Oily's becoming like the phantom of the podcast. We're going to have mm. to bring him on for an episode. Oh. We need to get him on to talk about smut. That's what we need to get him on. Yes. Yeah. A smut uh, special. So yeah, I saw him there... Uh, and his uh, his partner, they were selling some booze. The smut reading was quite interesting. I didn't stay for the whole thing because it seems to be a whole book, but it was a very entertaining freeborn one. I saw Ian and Talis, uh, no, Ian, Ian, Ian and Talis, Talis and uh, <laughs> Gellert there. Gellert had some great heckling lines. He's like, you know what this smut is? The equivalent of a Dragon Ball Z charge up. <laughs> it's going on for so All long. Build up. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And it was just like the lines, like, and he went up her leg and up. And up, and up, and up. <laughs> that was a fun little bit. And finally, I think my last little part of the night was going to Wise Guys and bumping into the Reapers and having some wonderful drinks there. I've really grown to like the leaders of the Reapers and just having a real yeah, little bit of I think, a chat. I think it's so funny how your conversation about the Reapers has changed from being quite intimidated by them, you know, this big scare guilt, and now you're just having drinks with them and having conversations that I won't discuss on the podcast with said members of the league. And I'm like, you are, this is such a shift. Going from 
accidentally on a codeine slash drunken rampage to the Senate you're, to you're like always mixing fucking codeine and booze on the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> it only happened Where one do you time. keep getting this codeine? This only happened once, but it was the first time I did it. Like, wait a second, you wait a second. The Reaper General's going for general? No. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought you meant you did it again yeah. this event. No. Okay. Oh, I was gonna say, I don't remember you saying that. John's going for general? He's gonna privatize the military. The Reapers can't have this to now. It's crazy. But some of the conversation we were having there, I was also having conversations with the most handsome man of the league. I introduced him to the leader of the Reapers. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Most handsome man in the Empire. Oh, love myself some John. And yeah. <laughs> oh, well. well. <laughs> just finished off the night at the Senate, bumped into a drunken close. I was like, what the fuck are you still doing awake? You were in the Senate. Do you remember yeah. being in the Senate? Yeah. Well, so the Senate is like the bit where I, I remember pretty much most of the night apart from the Senate. I remember saying that I was going to take over the Senate. I was going to rule the Empire and just be in classic Neve. Um, it just amused me because you were like, Nietzsche, what the fuck are you doing here? I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? It's 3 a.m. I'm usually the only one up at this time on Morgan. I didn't even see you. Nah, fair enough. Yeah, mine evening was quite, like, relaxed. They didn't, they were, it was one of those things where I never found, like, a group that was still going or anything. So it was kind of like it kind of filtered out towards the end. I was yeah, and at 3 a.m., bang, bedtime. The sun is rising. Yeah. I think 3 a.m. is a good cap. You get like know. a good six or seven hours of sleep. Yeah, you get an extra two hours gameplay. Like you say, you get a good sleep. Yeah, no, not good. It's probably five hours comfortably before you got to yeah. get ready. Um, oh, mate, if I'm going to bed at 3 a.m., I'm getting into my tent, crawling out of my clothes and passing out. Like, I'm not... It's, you it's... crawl out your clothes? I live the full Nietzsche experience. <laughs> Yeah. No, I can't sleep in my clothes. Uh, um, well, obviously, I spent the time at the Boar's Head and I was doing my dice game. You were at the Boar's Head? I know. Uh, I was doing the dice game again, but that wasn't as big. But what did happen was there was three bards came over, but like separately they came over and then they ended up like playing a song together for the first time. Oh, and it was cool. like witnessing a little, um, you know, union, little meet cute for bards. <laughs> it was cute. Aww. And then one of them ended up playing a rendition of, it was basically Hotel California, but he'd rewritten the words and it was then called The Brothel of Madame Alora. Uh, actually, I was just, I was there going, yes, yes, I love this. I love this. And I need to see if I can get him to play at the Jack Doors um, party. Yes. Yeah. Can't Seemed wait for interested. my Jack Doors party. Yeah. None of you were invited. Yeah. And then uh, I just went off for a, a drink at um, one of the Brass Coast bars. Um, with a couple of leagues, leaguers. And league, league, league. Luke, Luke, yeah, of course. Uh, Sultan, John Luca, and had um, a shot that had dry ice, like in a little cage in the bottom, so it was smoking and it was That's really cool. cool. Yeah. Anything else for Saturday? Yeah, I was going to say, because when I was at the boss head, that was Friday night, wasn't it? Yeah, when the fire happened. Great fire of dawn. Um, <laughs> that I had no idea about until the next morning. Yeah, exactly. yeah no, I've largely forgotten about It's. It was My brain was a fucking puddle. I know I forgot. Yeah. I'm going to get home and Emma's going to go, did you speak about this? Did you speak about that? But honestly, my brain was just oh, an absolute puddle. Oh, I forgot dude. to say I gave out a load of flowers to people. Yeah. I can't talk too much about what I gave out because it spoils things about yeah, people's flowers. Flowers codes. have certain meanings. In uh, I will say I did accidentally get engaged. Yes. Uh, I won't give the details of that. <laughs> definitely found out in play, but Tristan is now accidentally engaged. <laughs> and not to Esty. Uh, not to Esty. Well, Tristan Esty, I don't I really have anything uh, publicly available anyway, so it's fine. It's not, there's not, it's, it's the, one of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, yeah, that was a good time. Thanks for listening to everyone. Yeah, thanks everyone. Thanks, we'll bro. see Thank you, you next week for we wrap up Sunday, and then we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. We can't keep doing this for We can't pander to you every week. We can't pander to him every week. It really doesn't take that much. It feels forced now. I enjoy it. Well, you can do it, James. I'm not doing it. Fucking accept it, right?